While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I'm Heather Gay. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm joined by Dre, the other co-host, and together we are Drether. Yay. Yay. What was so funny? What was so funny is I just got the giggles because I was thinking about some of the funny things that happened to us when, on our recent trip to New York yes. and how I got the giggles so bad on the oh. flight when we were on the plane, you know, and I like even fell asleep. I put my headphones on, I fell asleep and then the image came back to me and I started giggling like in my sleep. And I don't know why I think putting the headphones on for the podcast just uh-huh, triggered that. Uh-huh. Like It was a little Pavlov, Pav, Pavlovian response. I put the headphones on. I remembered putting those headphones on and being Mm -hmm. triggered by that whole. Oh, it was so funny. We've had some moments though on flights of like cackling, cackling cackling humor. (laughs) We like to be in closed spaces where it's important to be quiet. And then we find things to be very, very funny. And neither of us have a quiet laugh. No. And so it just happens. And But I, you know what? I like to think that it just sparks joy for other yes, people. Yes, we spark joy with our <laughs> laughter. When we we um, we went to New York for a little trip. Yes. We wore our pride pins. We sure did. We're representing. And we profited from such. <laughs> yeah, life hack. Life hack. If you want to. Appropriate pride <laughs> for your own personal gain. In fact, I think a lot of people do, but true. Um, we were we were just wearing our pins, yeah. in, in our new pin quest to show allyship quietly, but yeah, but effectively, effectively, yes. And we did get um, stopped in security and told, "I love your pride pins." Yes, we did get a compliment or two, but then, mm-hmm. but I think what we didn't recognize was all the ways that um, it might have benefited us especially when you're asking people to switch seats true <laughs> true that because you, she approached she approached two single men who didn't want to move neither one wanted to move yeah wait on the way there or the way back both both okay yeah yeah, yeah. think about it yeah true i feel like one, flight there was a little more tenuous yeah he was pretty like, assertively like fuck like you. like okay yeah yeah we're allowed to say yeah we can say fuck Beep. it's fine we have an explicit rating on iTunes. God damn right we do. <laughs> um, yeah, the first guy was like, F you for sure. Yeah. and But I just smiled. Just yes, like, thank and, you and, so and much. Then, and I peeked my head over her shoulder and made sure that my pride pin showed. <laughs> and just said, are they going to let us sit together, honey? <laughs> or are they going to separate us? Because we don't have a piece of paper that shows we should be seated next to each other. But we should have been seated next to each we other. I don't have. know what happened. And what happens is that I book our flights late, and I also am afraid to ask. Okay, so it's just a combo. Got it. Of, Got it. Of me feeling like it's my fault that we can't get <laughs> seats together because I didn't book on time. But the thing is, is even but we were on the same reservation, and so they should just naturally seat us by each other. I like that's so weird that I that know. happened. It know, really but at is. least we know now to book a window and an aisle yes. so that we don't have to like, That was genius. get over people's Yeah, cuz at least it was like, "Hey, can you switch this aisle for an aisle?" An aisle for an aisle. Yeah. An eye for an eye. It's biblical. It is. 
And these men What's were like, no. Yeah. One guy, well, one guy was like, yeah, I will, but you're going to have to date me. Basically, he said, I'd, I mean, I'm, this is a big thing for me. I could sit next to a pretty lady. And then he goes to Dre, are you single? And Dre, what did you say? No. <laughs> no, no. That, that was a nice way. Ask me. I'll be you. Oh, are you single? No. <laughs> you know, and that was how you literally so mad at me. I, I tried to slide under the chair. I, I was like, she's like, well, how would you have responded? Because he said, are you single? Just like friendly banter, airport. He I just said it nice. I no, was like, no, she did not. He said, like you. I guess I did. I, you're right. I didn't say no. I was like, said, no. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like, like, she didn't say no with a little lilt, or no comma, or no. I wish I was dot dot dot, or no ellipses. It was no period. Hard stop. Period. <laughs> No. Well, what am I going to say? Like, yes, let's sit by each other and create a romance and maybe no, we'll say, be together. I, I said, you say something like, no, but I wish I was, or no, I've been married 27 years. Dang it. Or no, I'm in a new relationship. I don't think he'd like it. No, I would tell you, yes, but my boyfriend would be mad. You know, you say something, <laughs> you say something to not just, you don't say no. But we all know that I am not quick on my feet. I'm just not, I'm not witty. I don't, I don't think of these things. So it just was, this was, was a no. A, it, I just, okay, you know, it, it wasn't, it, it was, it could have been a no with a comma. It was a no. It was so I mean. Know. And Heather didn't stop thinking about it for the entire flight. Entire flight. I'm still thinking about it right now. <laughs> I'm still in this moment. He was about fine. It. He was fine. He and his new seatmate got up to go to the bathroom at the same time. Yeah. Right weird. after I did. <laughs> It grossed me the F out. Hate, 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 hate having to like oh, use the airplane. Air, airplane lavatories are disgusting. Uh, like a seventh circle of hell. Yeah. Kind so of thing. I, I get up the gumption to go at a very weird time. Because I, I feel like it was. Late. I feel like it was a good. It was a good time though. It wasn't crowded. There That's wasn't anybody like, in there. Yeah, it, it was like a random time. A random yeah. time that yeah. is not an appropriate time for anyone else to go. I was mm-hmm. on a different sleep eat schedule than everybody. Yes, I got up. I went in. Even the even the flight attendants were like buckled in, like reading their magazines. It was like not a service time. Yeah. Go come out. <laughs> I <opened> the door. <laughs> both men both men from my aisle mind you in first class which means like one quarter of the cabin now <laughs> is just standing there right out i open, i slide the door open at the right there when i saw them both get up when you were in the lavatory i was like it's, the fuck yeah, it's like, <laughs> why it looks like it's gonna be some sort of terrorist attack why in the world would three people from the same aisle get up to use the lavatory that's like against faa regulation it was so funny i was dying so i opened it up they're both (laughs) and he's the man i'm supposed to build a life with heather he's the one who she said are you single no No. well now you know why i I knew he was well i'm gonna try to use the restroom after your friend (laughs) because i get off on stuff like that It was so funny. It was crazy. And then we I sat down, I like came and sat down to Dre, look over just to confirm. Like that that was was weird, right? 
you know, my aisle mates that were lining up to use the lavatory after me. And it was for sure a the fuck moment. <laughs> Oh, weird, weird, weird. But you did have the thought that maybe they saw, maybe the reason why people were willing to switch seats, because we have been in that position before, and I have asked someone to switch with me, and do you remember? He was like, no. No, And then proceeded to just like want to talk me up the entire flight. And I was like, we're not friends. You just shut me down to sit with my partner. Right. I wasn't wearing a pride pin that time, though. Yeah, and so maybe this time, maybe they... I'm never taking it off. Maybe they got the inkling that we really needed to be together. Well, they just, they just saw they saw the way that you responded to the are you single question, <laughs> and they thought, don't fuck with this lesbian because she will take you down. <laughs> That's 100%. Oh, it was what so they great. thought, and it was empowering. Okay, I feel like when we were in New York, it was very apropos that it was pride. Right? I feel like we got to celebrate Pride in in New York in a way that we never would have been able to in Salt Lake City, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. it was like everywhere. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun to have little like little niches of like our own access to this like community that we so desperately want to be <laughs> <know>. part of. <laughs> Take us in. Please. We are begging you out hey, the door. Parker said we're part of the plus. So I'm oh, going with come that. On, man. I'm going with Parker. that. <laughs> um, yeah, because so my makeup artist, Casey, face by case. Mm-hmm. Um, we have similar childhood experiences, grew up very similarly. And so he's part of the trauma bond of He's a bad Mormon. He's a bad Mormon. Yeah. He's a bad Mormon. Yeah. He's so bad that he went up and married himself a drag queen, which I did not know. <laughs> and he's married to Jackie Cox NYC, which I had no idea. I know. I had no idea either. And how long has he been doing your makeup? Like when we go to New York, every time. Practically. Like, yeah. And so, I, he's so been crazy. married since 2011. Yeah. Yeah. We had no idea. Because we are privileged. Yeah. Dumb. Wait, Morons. 2011? He was not even born. How long have they... I swear he said 2011, but maybe it was 2017 or 2018. I can't remember. You know what? We're not sure about the numbers on this one. In (laughs) fact, we're not even sure that he's really who he says he is. (laughs) He showed us the proof on his Instagram. And that's true. His husband is so cool. Yeah. Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So not only did you do the Leah McSweeney show and that was so fun. And then we also had our, our, my Broadway debut. Yes. Not on stage, but in audience. In audience. Her first uh, Broadway experience. It was so amazing. Yeah. It was so great. We saw Hamilton. Yes. And it was so fun. And the uh, the guy that played Hamilton has performed it over 1,200 times. Incredible. And he gave it all. And yes. it was just like such a celebration of human force and creative art, I felt like. Oh, it was amazing. And we sat right in front of and became friends with... Um, this cutest lady, and she was there with her granddaughter. Yes, and the the granddaughter's father. Father, so I would say her son-in-law. I'm, right? I'm assuming yeah, her or, son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Um, was the first black music conductor for Hamilton yes. on Broadway. Yeah, which is so cool. And so her his daughter comes uh, unlimited. Yes, to see it. And she, I could hear her like singing some of the songs, even though in the program it said don't sing along. <laughs> I wasn't mad at her because I was like, you've she earned had, this. She earned the right. Yes. She's part heir to the throne. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. And then we saw Hades Town. Yes. Hades Town. 
and that was amazing. They reposted you. I let's we raise our cups. Yes, I know they repost. We posted our little program, our playbill, which had the pride rainbow, which I was so proud mm-hmm. to see every in every aspect that they're trying to have visibility. Absolutely, and um, I pointed out to the playbill that I was wearing a pin. <laughs> <laughs> said me too sames playbill sames Sames. well um and but we yeah we posted that on instagram it was like stuck our head out of the little instagram hole and hades town reposted us it was so exciting i mean the music was incredible that the amount of talent on both of those stages just blew my mind so i did have like a like a secret wish when i when we were there of a celebrity who i love well and I, to me, he's a celebrity. He's probably not someone that a lot of people know, but his name is Joey Taranto. And he, I listened to a podcast, literally a true crime podcast that he and his friend host, and they met on the cast of Kinky Boots on Broadway. No way. And so they're like both these Broadway amazing actors, but then they like have a secret love for, um, for true, true crime. crime. Just like you. And um, they, anyway, but he was also in bros. He was in that, remember I told, I showed you when we went and saw bros Oh, yeah. and he was just like an extra. And like in that but scene, when they're in the dinner, was. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's Joey Taranto. And so the next time he's on Broadway, like I really, really want to go to see, see him. him. And the last thing he was in was kinky boots. Uh huh. Well, uh, the last thing on Broadway, he's oh. like, uh, like always in lots of different, like traveling stuff. I can't remember what he's on right now, but um, well, why don't we go to him? Well, we should. Find but out I'm where just he a is. huge fan of his. I think he's so cute. And it's very cool because he works for... So there's a podcast network called The Obsessed Network. And um, they it's owned by a guy named Patrick Hines. And he and his podcast partner started on the Hamilcast. So it was a podcast. They're like really good friends with Lin-Manuel Miranda. And they started this podcast called The Hamilcast. And it was all about Hamilton. And then they started their own podcast network that's just true crime and so and I love them because they um, he's a gay man um, married with a kid and like he and his husband run the company Um, but they just do a lot for the LGBTQIA plus community even though it's all you know it's true crime it's not gay content right but they really make an effort to like have visibility and to give opportunities to non-binary people uh, trans people they do a lot of um just outreach and donations. I just think it's really, really cool. And I yeah. just love that like well, they... It, like expands the bandwidth, expands the genre, expands the capacity yes. to um, for visibility and representation. Absolutely. And it. I don't know. I just love... I I love uh, the, the gay content creators and, um, you know, just kind of icons, these icons that are yeah. creating visibility. And I mean, I think back to like some of the first... Um, you know, mainstream stuff that I saw, like even as a, as a young adult or teen and how different it is now than it was then. So different. And then you have to even think like our parents grew up in an era where if, if, um, a closeted gay person was exposed, it could ruin their career. Yeah. Like that, like that's the, that's within our lifetime. I know. That it's gone from being that to having, representation and visibility and actual like content, mm-hmm, you know, th- mm-hmm. that 
um, reflects society. Oh, totally. Well, and it's just so interesting because um, Roman and I loved to watch the show Umbrella Academy. Have you seen it? Um, it's just, it's kind of like a sci-fi post-apocalyptic sort of deal. Like, and that would be I why. know. And me and it's like... The fact that you even like deigned I, to hey, ask me, have hey, you seen I just, it? you know, I, I knew you didn't, but I didn't want to I don't know assume. why it is, but it's like, I just, I just am so biased against it. I know. It's just not your thing. I get it. But it is my thing. I'm a nerd about it, and so is Roman. None of my other kids are really into it, but and Roman the thing and I we're talking about is sci-fi app post apple, yeah, post apocalyptic. Anyway, um, but Elliot Page is um, oh. one of the main stars, and before he transitioned, he she was Ellen okay. Page. And, and played a female character. Played a female character in season one. And then season two, and it was just interesting to see the evolution because season one female character had a, a heterosexual relationship in the in the season. And then season two, she was a lesbian. And then season three transitioned and became a boy in the what like was, a male and character. what was the character's name? <clears throat> um, Vanya in seasons one and two. And then in season three, like some, and it was, they made it part of the storyline. And um, he just approached the family and just said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm Victor now. I'm not Vanya. I'm, no I'm not Vanya. Vanya. I'm Victor. And they all, and all this, like it's about these siblings and they all go with him. They're just like, okay, cool. And, and now like is billed as Elliot Page, which I th- think is so cool. Yeah. And like, just as a mom to Roman, I'm like, I love that, that like, that's just it, a thing. And it's just not anything strange to him at all. It's right, just like, that, Oh, okay. That, that becomes that watching something that would not be available or accessible to Roman. Yeah. With his lived experience is now accessible through entertainment, which is like why art exists. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Why it should exist yes. to inform society, but also to give a window to, other experiences. Yeah, totally. Other, to, I mean, I guess all of humanity, really. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's cool. The movies that move us, which was the theme of the scholarship we did for my dad. Yes. Because art that informs us and the art that gives us, you know, visibility or makes us feel seen or heard or gives us hope can be in any form, right? Like right. a lowbrow, not sorry, not lowbrow, but like a sci-fi post-apolyptic I can't say apocalyptic. I can't say it either. (laughs) Post apocalyptic. Is it a cartoon? No, no, it's Ellen Page. Yeah, Yeah. and it's kind of like it's like superhero-ish. Okay, what channel is it on? It's on Netflix. It's just a Netflix show. Why? Why don't I? I feel like I know every show on Netflix. But no, because if you don't watch that kind of stuff, it's never going to recommend it. Is that why it just recommends like weird documentaries to me over and over? over? Yeah, because it knows you. It knows you. But it also it knows me also right. that I love like you I'm know the last of us great. and I love <laughs> all the nerd the nerd stuff. Well, you know nerds they're the biggest freaks in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Easter egg. Um, she's laughing loudly to cover up the fact that it's true. <laughs> well, um, I mean we can sit here and say how much we love gay content, but like. Really, we really need a token gay to do it for us. We really us. should have some gay voices, <laughs> don't you yes, think? Yes, yes. So let's pull a gay voice in on let's pull a on beautiful this. gay voice in one of our favorite gay voices. Yes. All right. Well, welcome to the my one and only lesbian friend, <laughs> my daughter, our token lesbian, lip gloss lesbian. Right? Yeah, that's me. 
But you coined your own, you coined that phrase yourself? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really relate to lipstick lesbian because I don't wear lipstick, so. Because you only wear gloss. I only wear lip gloss. Okay, but when, when I asked which category I would be in, I heard that you said I'd be lipstick, right? Yeah. But so I'm also a gloss wearer. For sure. And it's kind of, lipstick lesbian has kind of turned into like a weird, it's kind of been like weird and convoluted, like into this like kind of like, oh, I only like, like cis girls kind of weird thing. Yeah. When it started out as like, oh, she's a lesbian that wears lipstick. But um, <laughs> it's kind of been like turned into a weird derogatory thing. So I feel like the correct term that kind of encompasses all of it is like femme, which femme. like oh, okay. so gay men can be, and straight men and straight women can be femme too. What um, am I? I think you'd definitely be femme. Then why but, why do people say I have male energy? I don't know. I think because you're maybe dominant. And like dom femme is like a huge thing in like the lesbian culture where you're like a dominant feminine person. And that's like... That's that what re- I am. Does that require yeah. uh, sex toys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do anything that requires any apparatuses. Apparati. Apparati. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I, I just went on a trip with your mom and she doesn't go anywhere without a bag of apparatus. I don't know if you okay. know this about her. <laughs> I my child. wish I didn't. <laughs> it's not true. It's actually a full <laughs> lie, which is why I can travel with her. Anywhere yeah, and everywhere. Like, that does not sound like my mom at no, all. No, Are you not. single? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, Elsha. <laughs> your mom, her integrity be like lead she leads with it okay <laughs> there's no room for pandering not at all she's not suffer fools which well, i'm grateful for elsha we were just talking about um well i was telling heather about the obsessed network and oh, yes. joey taranto who i hope to catch a glimpse of on broadway someday really yes we're but, gonna follow him we're gonna find a yes. show he's in and we're gonna travel to him yes we yeah, will we'll i'm gonna become friends with him on, on instagram i really have tried listen in- <laughs> Dre, this is where this is my superpower. Instead of getting you a customized cornhole board for your birthday yes. as planned, I'm now going to find a place where this Joey character is performing <laughs> and buy you a ticket there okay. to watch it. Perfect. But then the cornhole uh, board will have to come. It's called cornhole, right? Yeah. It feels yeah. like I'm uh-huh. saying the wrong I thing. I know. No, it's it feels like a weird thing. It feels very like scatological, and I don't like it at all. <laughs> your customized sport board yes. will be. For Christmas, then. I love it. Yes. Would you want that? A customized um, cornhole? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think so. Not a big cornhole person. Do you like playing it? I mean, it's like fun when, if I'm at like a family reunion and it's like there, like I'll play it, mm-hmm. but I'm never like a place that I'm like, oh, I wish there was cornhole. Yeah. You know? <laughs> See, and I, I am always at a place where I'm just like, I wish there were cornhole. Like, I wish there were some sort of game we could make this. We should have it in the beauty this. lab waiting room. Honestly, like your mom is a walking like cornhole board for me because because you just come up with games to keep my mind. At That's day. true, but so we are very that. compatible that way. Yeah, cause, like because we both love games. I'm glad that you love it because sometimes I feel like you're just falling on the sword for no, me. No, did you do the wordle of the day today? I haven't. Um, I'm on. I'm doing it right now, and I'm. Okay. It's. Um, I'm only on guess two. Okay. There's an O and an A. So Elsha, 
I think what we were wanting to ask you are who have, who, who are the gay entertainers that you love and like how has um, gay media impacted your life as a lesbian? Oh, well, I always, <laughs> you know, when I first kind of started questioning like, oh, I think I like girls, like a huge thing for me was I was like, I need to find every lesbian TV show and like celebrity and movie and watch it all and see if I like resonate with it. Cause I never really resonated with like, like straight media and I still don't like watching like you know I can appreciate a good story but I'm not like oh he's so hot or like oh that's such like that's what I want that's like the yeah yeah but then I watched um but I'm a cheerleader which is so funny and so good and like and who's in it um Natasha Lyonne and then I can never remember the name of the other girl but she's in Girl Interrupted she's I think she's a lesbian there too she's like a lesbian and everything Hmm. she's she's great though and Winona like, Ryder Angelina Jolie <laughs> <laughs> love them they're but, both in Girl Interrupted mm-hmm. but it was an and she's not like a main character I can't oh and she's an American Horror Story I think too huh. but um yeah I and I also watched Everything Sucks which has Sydney Sweeney in it and um do you remember that oh yeah Everything Sucks and but wait was Sydney Sweeney lesbian in that yeah, it was actually kind of weird because she was like, a, it, yeah, it was kind of a weird show. But I really did like resonate with like, oh, I think like because it was like these two girls discovering that they like each other like in high school and they had never considered mm-hmm. not being straight. So um, it's just interesting to me that like you were looking for um, like you were kind of like working out. I, I mean, I'm asking this I'm trying to phrase it as a question but it's really just I don't understand how to like so if you're like working out your sexual identity and you're looking for things you resonate with it was that was more of like a like instead of being turned on by a girl on on screen Mm -hmm. does that make sense like straight or gay Uh uh-huh looking for more of like a, a whole it's like the modeling the modeling and that's why you it's like sadly you kind of did have to look to tv because you didn't have a lot of like examples or different models of yeah. of of a romantic relationship right totally I mean tr- yeah. at all at all TV would be the only place to find that yeah for sure yeah and I just like and I kind of had like like an obsession with lesbian media since then we're like even like in shows with no lesbian characters I'd be like oh they're totally like in love with each other like and I think that's like <laughs> and Kira does it too my girlfriend like anytime we're watching a show we're like so they're in love so they should be together so she's a lesbian she's not straight right and it's kind of like it's that is exactly what I do with Mormons but... like yeah it's exactly yeah. what I do with Mormons. like they're they're so Mormon yeah like they're, they're Mormon they've got yeah. more look them up yeah <laughs> well what would you have done if there hadn't been any representation in media where do you think, uh, what would that have done to your identity and to your process and to your evolution, you think? You know, I've like, I've always like loved lesbians and just like the queer community in general. Like I've always been, even like my first day at Dixie State and I hadn't even come out to like anybody at Dixie State. I think my one roommate I had, but um, I sat at a table and it was like the orientation and two people sat at my table and it just happened to be somebody who was identifying as a lesbian and a trans guy. And I was like, we just like gravitate towards each other. Oh, you that's know? so funny. So yeah. like it really does happen. And do you think there's anything poetic in the fact that it was at orientation? <laughs> <laughs> your sexual that orientation. Your orientation became clear <laughs> and that your orientation was segregated by table. But honestly, like those queer icons in the media, as much as they like are like, great representation it also kind of 
acts as like a way to find other people in your own community in real life. Like a huge thing is like, like, do you listen to Girl in Red? Is like a way to secretly ask somebody if they're a lesbian because she's like a popular lesbian artist that sings and about like, loving I girls. Like girl- <laughs> I know you would listen to all music. You like, would love Girl in Red too. Yeah, she's hey, like. <laughs> brb taking girl in red off of my tinder profile (laughs) but like you know it's kind of like but that's code icons and like the queer community and even if it's not like a secret code just like talking with sarah paulson or talking about sarah paulson with my lesbian friends unless you're heather and actually talk with sarah paulson Paulson and holland too (laughs) well you know it's like it's kind of a connecting thing and it's kind of like oh she's a lesbian just like us you know Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is once again jaw drop moment for me. Like when Parker came on and said they had to like consider what type of establishment they're walking into, whether they could hold hands or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, like her sure. just saying like speak in code. Like, is there are there places where you have to speak in code and you can't just like lead with it? You know, I think it's especially interesting that with the word lesbian. Because the word lesbian, a lot of people think is like very harsh. And I've noticed with a lot of straight people, lesbian is either like a slur or a punchline for them. Where like when I say the word lesbian, people are either like, oh, like, like you can, can we say that? Or like, Hmm. or they're like, or it's the funniest thing they've ever heard. And I'm just like, no, like it's, I'm, I'm a lesbian, you know? And when I first came out, I didn't even like the word lesbian. And I think that was probably what some sort of... What did you sort of, prefer to be called? I would call myself gay. I would call my... I would just say I like girls. I would... I was identifying as bisexual for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, there's something... And I think that's actually like a really common thing for lesbians is like there's kind of a weird hatred towards that word specifically. And so it's sometimes it's just easier to be like, Oh, do you like girls? Do you listen to Girl in Red? You know, mm-hmm. hmm. it's like feels like it's bred in misogyny. You know, yeah, like some people sure. hate the, to use the word vagina. Yeah, yeah, the proper medical term. I hate right. that word too. <laughs> I hate both words, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I can't help you. But yeah, it's so interesting. And on and Parker on that podcast too. That was like such a real moment too. And I didn't even realize it's not something that like straight people didn't know or really consider but I mean why would they you know we, it's called yeah. privilege and we live surrounded by it yeah and we're not so we're, it's we trudge through it we can't even see past it you well know? and I think I also have a ton of privilege in that I'm able to hide that you know because mm-hmm. there are people that are in the career community like trans people that are it's not as easy to hide for them because it's not just who they like it's who they are mm-hmm. so I can go into a store and pretend that Kira is my best friend but you can even hold hands and hug and tickle and yeah, and but you have a lot more latitude. I well, would especially think, because sure. of the way you perform your gender. Totally. Oh, you know, yeah, that's that's uh-huh. Nobody would ever expect that I was a lesbian. And I mean, you have the same told. haircut as your mom, for God's sake. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Which I was just told is a very bisexual haircut. <laughs> yeah, the bisexual she's, she's inching toward the line, folks. <laughs> We're really discovering who we are. This podcast is the vehicle. <laughs> no, but I do think that because of who you and Kira are and the way you perform your gender, mm-hmm. you it's and it's probably different than like somebody who uh, presents as a little bit more masculine. Totally. It's much safer. It's yeah. much safer for her to to feel, you know, not under not under scrutiny. Yeah, because yeah. from the male gaze. Yeah, from the male this gaze. Works. This, this works. Yeah, well, it's, it's accepted. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I was just talking to Kira the other day about it, and I was just like, because 
heterosexual is the norm and I look heterosexual, whatever that means, I will have to come out to everybody I meet for the rest of my life if I want to truly like be authentically myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's places like here, like we just had a ton of new people join Team BLL and I was you know, I just work it into the conversation, but there is like a second where I'm like, okay, how do I say this? Like my girlfriend. And then are they just going to say, Oh, is it your best friend? You know, like it's kind of, when you say girlfriend, well, I don't want to, I mean, I might just, this is just a little tip from me to you. Wear a pin. It's (laughs) it's working wonders. (laughs) Wear a pin and you don't ever have to have the conversation. (laughs) And people will switch seats with you on plane. (laughs) (laughs) They think you want to be with your wife. But I mean, it is, it's important because it's, you want, you don't want to act like it's some, I mean, it's just, you have to work it in. It's so interesting because Shane said the same thing about he and Ben, because they, they present as like, I would say somewhat masculine and, you know, bros. Yeah. And, and he mentioned that as well, that like, he has to continually come out Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And that's, that's an interesting, um, just phenomenon. Well, because I think when you hear the word come out, it's like, oh, then you're just, yeah, you're it's out. Like, it's like your stage entrance and you never, you only do it once. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. But I didn't like start acting more masculine when I came out, you know, and I didn't. So it's just, it's just interesting. And it's interesting to like, I remember like in college, anytime a guy would flirt with me, I'd be like, okay, do I lie and say I have a boyfriend or just say I'm not interested or do I like come out? Is this, is it safe for me to come out? You know, you know what your mom does is she just says no (laughs) with no explanation. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. She slaps him upside the head. Are you single? No. (laughs) Next. Somebody asked you. We call it the prison warden response. Yeah. This guy said, well, I can't believe I'd have to give up my seat for a beautiful woman. I'd rather sit next to you. And then he said, are you single? So he's, you know, giving her all these compliments, showering her with compliments, and she was making him switch seats so that we could sit together. And so he just said, are you single? And she goes, no. <laughs> and that was it. And then she turned and just sat down and I slithered into the depths of my chair. She loves to do that though. Do you remember? I can't even remember what I said, but I like asked you a question. I was like, so are you excited to like go on vacation? Like, are you? And she just went, Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm just tapping into my inner Reagan, lips by Reagan. He's a man of few words, and I appreciate that about him. And oh I'm just trying gosh. to be like him. So It's working. It's working. <laughs> my apologies to the kind man that shot his, sh- tried to shoot his shot and got shot down. But um, it's also interesting because all the time, people will ask me and Kira for sisters, We've had multiple people ask us, which is interesting because she should French kiss and say yes. Yeah, we don't look alike. (laughs) Honestly, think how going to be like French kiss and be like, yes. And daddy taught us. (laughs) She's like, but she's like five inches shorter than me and has like red hair. And like, she looks like a natural redhead, even though she isn't. Uh And we also just don't really. You guys don't look alike. We don't look alike at all. We have very different, different facial features. Bone structure. But at that point, what it's do we say? Energy. No, we're probably the we're familiar energy and <laughs> the intimacy. They can feel yeah. the intimacy and they don't know how to like identify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like they'd say to two guys, "You guys, brothers, right?" Yeah. Because why else would two men be you hanging seem out? Chummy. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with bro- cousins. All allow cousins. <laughs> 
Well, who else would you say have been like impactful in your life as far as like in the media? I mean, Jojo Siwa, as much as she's like kind of a meme and like a joke, especially she's not to a Gen meme or a joke Z. to me that has daughters that age. Like, I think she's mm. incredible. Yeah, no, she's really, as I mean, a business I think she's woman a cool one. person, <laughs> but she definitely has some like questionable like decisions on yes. like, her social media presence. But, you know, that's like her own thing. But she came out right before I came out. And it was like a huge deal because I didn't know anybody else my age like that was in the media that came out Mm -hmm. and that was like such a big deal and then I think about like you know like all the like little kids in the world and because it's like so much more talked about now there are probably younger people realizing like who they are so much earlier and who do they have to represent them because like as much as I love Sarah Paulson I don't relate to her you know Mm -hmm. so it's like for me looking at somebody else my age coming out was like kind of a bigger deal to me and like more, I don't know, relatable and on mm, my level. That's great. Um, well, you're our favorite lesbian. I think you already know that. <laughs> True. True. And do you, I just, I'll ask you offline, but like, do you relate to like lesbian artists like the Indigo Girls or are they too far removed? Like they're, they too generationally removed from you? It's kind of, you know, I do question of like, Am I, do I love them because I'm a lesbian or do I just also like love lesbians? You know, because (laughs) Because lesbians like have this aura about them and I don't know. They really do. But like, I've met a lot of straight people and gay men and people that like feel the same way. Like on Obsessed, whenever Patrick talks about lesbians and like starts crying, I like start crying. Well, and he is, Patrick Hines is obsessed with the Indigo Girls. Like and just lesbians oh, completely in general. Obsessed. Yeah. And they've I li- been, now I like him. Yeah. Now I like Patrick. Hines. See how easy that was. See, I'm a fan. But I just feel like saying, like, because, because, by God, you should love them. They are more lesbian than you will ever be. Like, that's all I. <laughs> they are the pioneers. Yeah. Like for what you're talking about, and for what you must feel, and thinking back to like me seeing them playing their guitars under that mm-hmm, bridge, mm-hmm. closer to fine, and. Knowing their power, but never labeling it as anything other than like two girls, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. Well, but seeing people like the Indigo Girls and like, you know, all the big lesbian icons, even like like Angel Olsen, like seeing them being like so widely like loved by everybody, mm-hmm. just it made me, it makes me a lot prouder mm-hmm. to be a lesbian, you know, because it's like, it's such a great community of people and such like a great group of people to associate with, you know, and even and though there's safe. hatred towards them from different groups, like they are such like a safe group, mm-hmm. you know, and their community, all, everybody who that encompasses mm-hmm. yeah. us, the lesbians, allies, all everybody. Absolutely. It, it's a, it's a great community and I'm, I, I count myself among the community, right? Well, of, I just of indigo great, girls, I'm grateful for the community because it feels like they are they are empowering, you know, like changing misogyny. Absolutely, at the yeah. forefront, they're, they're doing double duty. Yep, you know, yep, for I know. women worldwide and for the queer community. Absolutely, yeah. Well, Elsha, thank you for um, joining us and giving us your lending your gay voice. Yeah. Of course, happy pride, <laughs> Elsha. Okay. We love you. We're proud to have you part of Team BLL and heir to the kingdom of Beauty Lab and Laser. <laughs> yes, I know. Heather had a moment the other day with you and Georgia, hmm. like, oh, these two yeah. girls are gonna. I know. I'm so take happy when I'm here on the schedule. I know. But 
I mean, honestly, like you guys have, I know Parker kind of said something similar to this, but like you guys have created such a safe space for Beauty Lab. And I have never once questioned anytime we have a new hire, anytime we do anything of like, oh, can I be who I am? Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. I never have questioned it for a second. And when I did come out via Instagram post in 2021, like the biggest impact that I feel like the biggest group of people that showed me their support was team BLL. Like every employee commented on it and was like, I love you so much. Every employee came up to me and was like, I'm so proud of you. And that just means a ton. And it's because of the community that you guys have created around it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. that. I love team BLL. We love beauty lab and laser. (laughs) The lab loves you. Remember life is short. (laughs) Bye Bye the lips. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That is really cool. I mean, all I know is that like, I love like so many of the, Never mind. I'm not, I'm going to beep. I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to say something nice about Orville Peck. (laughs) I love Orville Peck, by the way. (laughs)